Hello everyone and welcome to a very special episode of Spyrocon Review Podcast. This is a pseudo new segment, old segment. We're putting it under our Spyrocon supplemental reviews, but we should really start putting this under like a TV review because we're putting all of our Netflix stuff and our other reviews there and all the other streaming streaming devices that aren't anime or movies here. So if you have a good idea for a title, email us, spyrocon.com. And we're here because we're going to be talking about a pilot of a new show that is on... What is that new streaming service that everyone's talking about so much? Plus... Duh, Plus Ultra? <laughs> Plus Ultra! That's no, Crunchyroll. <laughs> no, this isn't Crunchyroll. Disney Plus. Yes, Disney Plus launched this week and they have a, a plethora of new content. There's a show called Encore where it's, we're going to take old singers from high school musicals and bring them back to do their old high school stuff. I mean, that's kind of crazy. It's a weird concept, but whatever. You have The World According to Jeff Goldblum where it's just Jeff Goldblum being a crazy person. Kind of interesting. You have... Nat Geo stuff. Classic stuff. Like, I mean... Not just talking about like the original Cinderella, but like the original Mickey Mouse Club. Yes, you have the original Mouse Club, and you have some of the more obscure movies like Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Or if you want to go with the Disney Channel originals, they had uh, the Sign of Zorro. Or Halloween if, Town. Halloween. Or Town? Is, what is it? Xeon Girl of the Twenty Billionth Century. Xenon. 21st century. Something like that. Well, now we're in the 21st century, so uh, that is no. how it works. But. But Disney Plus is known for four things right now. One, it's all the Disney classics. Yep. Second, you have all of the Marvel stuff. Now, Marvel yep. stuff is going under Zan's superhero, uh, Zan's extraordinary superhero examination podcast. Mm-hmm. So that's going there. And then you have two other little things. One, you have Nat Geo, which we don't really talk about because Nat Geo, you have to watch. You can't. And then lastly, there's a small little franchise. This small little franchise that Disney spent $4 billion, just a piece of $4 billion to buy from the original creator. I don't know if many people know Ran it into the fucking ground, but now it's been brought back even though there are questions about it. And because the ninth installment of the, the theatrical films is coming out, we're going to be talking about this a little bit. And we're talking about... Star Wars. Yes, Star Wars. And more importantly, the new web series that's on Disney+, Plus, The Mandalorian. Bum, bum, bum. Yes, The Mandalorian. Now, beforehand, I have Star Wars cred, so I may geek out a little bit on a lot of points. I know a lot of useless knowledge about things, about Mandalorian culture, about uh, Outer Rim information, and the basic concepts of a Hydro Spanner versus a Fresher. And the various random races that showed up, and why you need to have a Gonk Droid. I still think we need a Gonk Droid in the house. You disagree. Yeah. R2-D2 for the win. Not BB-8? No. R2-D2. Okay. Anyway. So, The Mandalorian is a new web series that's going to be eight episodes long. Well, it's been renewed for a second season already, which is cool. And it was it is a action-adventure space opera, we- space western, that was created by John Favreau, the guy who did Iron Man. He also did Swingers. He's done a lot of other films. He did Chef, which is a great, which is a great, uh... Uh, show and movie if you haven't watched it the movie's amazing and the chef uh, documentary is hysterical um and this is starring a lot of very famous actors including um you have pedro pascal as the eponymous mandalorian you have carl weathers apollo creed 
playing uh, Grief Karaga, the leader of a bounty hunter guild. You have Nick Nolte as Cool, a, a he's an Ugnaught moisture farmer, and I was surprised to see Ugnaughts who could speak common. That was re- was basic, very strange. Uh, you had Takeaway TT playing a IG <laughs> sequel robot, and then you have uh, Warren Herzog playing a a questionable client. I would say a little bit. But, so, The Mandalorian is, very simply, it is a space western that is set five years after the fall of the Empire and during the New Republic phase. It's before the emergence of the First Order. So, it's just space western, outer reaches of the frontier and the outer rim. And all it is, is our Mandalorian is a gunfighter, bounty hunter... Who gets hired for a job that's a little more than he asked for? But you get you kind of get that it's it's tough living, it's a tough job, and you're not the only one out there doing it. You got to keep doing these to make your money, and he wants to make the money, and so he goes for it. More importantly, it goes into the basics of. The culture without throwing you in there. If this is a see, a show us, not tell us. There isn't a lot of exposition. It just gets right into it. And you see a lot of the little things there. You see a lot of Easter eggs of things like you see Quokian uh, spy- uh, lizard monkeys being roasted. Which made me feel so bad because I was like, so salacious crumb, no! You see a gonk droid. The other one was looking at him too. You also see other Mandalorians. And you see what the um, what the state of the Mandalorians are now. If you've never seen uh, Star Wars, uh, Clone Wars, or Rebel Rebels or Resistance, it's kind of hard to explain the Mandalorian origins in one setting. But long story short, they were a warrior race a thousand years before the uh, before the Battle of Yavin, which is Episode 4, Star Wars, New Hope. So a thousand years before that, they were a warrior race that put in with the Sith. With the Sith during the Great War, the, the Great Sith War. As you can guess, the Sith War, because the Siths are all evil, and it did this before the Rule of Two, the Siths lost. So the Mandalorians became very honored noble warrior race to losers. So they ended up becoming a very nomadic mercenary tribe. If you hire them, you're guaranteed great warriors, but for the most part, they are hunters. They're kind of similar to the Predators from Predator, where you hire them and they're excellent. They're they're excellent at their job. They work hard and they're great. Now, the two most but they are bounty hunters. They're like this is what they do. They're not bounty, just bounty hunters. They're mercenaries. If you need a warrior for them, you hire them. If you need someone to hunt someone down, yes. But if you need a bunch of fighters, you get them. Like the two most popular in the Star Wars canon are Boba Fett and I hate to say it but Jango Fett which is there's a whole thing about the clone whatever but like Jango Fett was hired because he's a great warrior to be cloned several times yeah and then Boba is just Boba but this is not a Fett thank god if it was a Fett I'd be really pissed off well, at least we don't know no it's not a Fett they, uh. they admit it's not a Fett so that's good <laughs> that makes us mad and um, since this is the first episode, the first episode sets us off running. Uh, first, what I liked about the first episode is it didn't like 
hold your hand like here this is this area and this is this person it was like boom you're in it it starts off where he's doing a collar he captures someone immediately in a very grotesque way and this is on disney mind you and you see someone get bisected yeah it happened no blood but you see them get bisected it's a quarian which i'm kind of happy because i hate quarians they're stupid looking with their freaking squid faces whatever but gross and then he ends up taking his prey uh the funny thing is that our mandalorian the mandalorian has an aversion to droids we don't know why but he hates them like he's gonna bring his quarry to his ship and he's like hey uh uh, I need a ride to the spaceport. And the guy pulls up with this pristine, brand new speeder with a droid driver. He's like, no droids. He's like, but it's brand new. There's no problem. And he just gives him some money. He's like, okay, fine. It's like, no droids. So instead of the Uber Black, which he is going to hire, he gets the... Uh, what did you say? I said he got... Instead of Uber Black, he got Lift Pool. <laughs> yeah. But he wasn't sharing. It was just... Uh, no, it was just like a shitty car, the driver. Oh, who's that actor? He has not aged really well. No, he's... It was in, funny to see him there. He plays like... He's in The Lone Gunsman. He just... He was there for a minute to be as a side He's in gag. like office roles and stuff like that, but... And he just dies immediately because something attacks them and that's just them <laughs> escaping. Um... Stuff happens, not going to spoil too much, but he goes down, sees Carl Weather uh, as uh, the um, the head of the guild. He gets paid half of his his um, bounty. bounty because apparently what we know is since it's been five years since the Galactic Empire fell, Imperial currency obviously would be worth less. Mm-hmm. It spends, but it's not as worthless. And Mandalorians have a little bit of a issue with imperial so he's like i don't want to deal with that just give me the money i'll take half if i get screwed on that and he's trying to get more bounties and uh carl weather tells him that there is a a bounty up that's a little different than the rest but it pays pays well but one there's no uh bounty puck which is like it shows their face so you don't know who you're catching two it's a face-to-face meeting it's not just a oh i'm gonna hire you that's it no you have to meet this person and three, it's super under the table. And so he takes this because he wants the bounty. Ends up going there. Meets the... The bounty... Uh, the, the, uh, the client. Yep. And the client is... Let's just say... He... Uh, how did you describe it? He's. It's like the... <laughs> it's like taking a meeting with the Nazis after the war. After they lost. Yes. This questionable client is surrounded by former stormtroopers who their their armor is not as... Shiny. We'll just say. Yes. They look like they've seen some shit. Yeah. Stuff and, has gone down. And the guy's going to pay well. He's going to pay in Baskar, which is... Um, Accepted. Mandalorian ore. Pretty much Baskar is a, a metal which melts down easily, but... When it hardens, it could stop a lightsaber. A lightsaber won't cut through this, and a blaster will not go through it. So it's a good armor. If you made a good armor, and it's worth money, and it's Mandalorian. So he says, look, here's a down payment. Here is probably, I don't know, that's like two pounds of it, maybe? I have no idea. Big old brick. 
a big brick of visas. I got up. I got a ton more if you, you do this job. And he, the problem is the job's fifty years old, and I all I have is a tracker. I don't have anything else, and I have half of the code to find a person. But so. he goes, but you're a Mandalorian. This should be a piece of cake for you. Like you know, this is what you do. And it is a little bit of a piece of cake. He ends up landing on the planet, finding it, going there, and. He doesn't say piece of cake. That's a Gretchenism. It's not piece of cake, but he goes there. Well, first he gets outfitted a little bit more. He replaces, um, he replaces part of his armor with a new Besker um, shoulder guard. Yeah, which was so cool. And the deal is that he paid them all his money and all and the runoff. I don't know. As I, I've seen every Star Wars movie except I haven't seen the like the Clone Wars. I thought I thought you haven't watched the holiday special with Life Day, because they <laughs> they mentioned Life Day in this. I love they mentioned Life Day. Okay, I haven't watched all. I've watched all of the movies that have been shown in theaters. I think that's fair to say, right? Because I didn't see the Clone Wars. Did you see the Ewok Adventure? Okay, I've seen most most of the movies, <laughs> but not having like gone down the full rabbit hole, not having all of the backstory, um, it was really cool, like. I know enough about Star Wars to really have some big opinions that not everybody always agrees with, but I really liked it. And watching the the armor, um, the the moment where the other Mandalorian person was like, "Oh, it's good that it's coming back to us." Like that ore is really special and important to them. And she like did the work right then and there, gave him the shoulder thing. You know the real word for it, but like you know, he attached it. It was like it was a moment of it was a moment of like a ceremony almost. Yeah. And she even said she said like, "Have you found your signet yet?" And he's like, "Not yet." He's like, "You will soon." It's almost as a ve- they're very tribalistic, and I like that. But it was very. It felt very much part of a, a um, a community. Yes, and where the f- the episode ends, we're not going to spoil too much, but we highly recommend the episode. The episode is. Uh, yeah, a must watch. We're gonna I wanted with... to see another one. I'm irritated. I have to wait a whole week. No, we don't. Not no. It's every Friday. Okay. So the next episode comes out on the fifteenth. I'm irritated. I have to wait a whole another day. <laughs> but then after that, it's a week. Yeah. But yes, so we got eight chapters going out. Um, next chapter, we're gonna review it. Definitely talk about. We're gonna have a couple of people in there, including. Our friend Doug, who is part of the 501st. Doug Walker, friend of the podcast. And also, fun fact, 501st members were actually the people who were dressed up as the Stormtroopers. Of course they were. Who else would they have? It's a nice It's a nice uh, callback. Now, uh, beforehand, since we gave our... We haven't given our official rating of it yet. We're going to do that in a little bit. But um, the pluses of it are it's shot beautifully. It is shot beautifully. The character design, uh, the characters are all well done. It's a lot of practical effects, and I'm happy that's practical effects. It's not just all CG. It's a real world, also. Some parts are CG, like the bigger monsters and the uh, what are they called? The 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 blurgs. The blurgs were obviously CG, which are like these riding mounts. But oh, there's got to be Christmas costumes of blurgs. But a lot of the characters were. We're all well done. The IG robot, which I'm happy we had. It wasn't IG-88, because IG-88 died years ago. Unless you read the, the the extended universe, where apparently he loaded himself up into the Death Star main computer and then died. Whatever. 
because he's a dick. But it's cool seeing another IG robot, and he was very funny, and he was voiced by Taika Waititi, so he had a little bit of that um, dry, that wit that uh, Kirk has in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. But I like him better than the, than Kirk in Kirk and Thor Ragnarok because I find him annoying, and this was not annoying. This is just like he's just a robot that's just very um, ready to kind of cowardly, a little cowardly. Like, I'm going to set my, my self-destruct off. No, 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 don't do that. It's like, I think it's time to set my self-destruct off. I can never be captured. I will self-destruct. And it's a thermo, it's a thermo detonator. I love that it's, it's not like a, oh, it's an internal. No, his chest just opens up and it's a thermo detonator. I love that. There are these little moments in the episode which just make me go squee. Just like, oh, squeaky. Um, and, and then the final thing that may be like, oh, that was cool. But... Uh, pluses, design work is great. Acting is really great. I want to see where we go. The only caveat is I'm afraid. I'm afraid where this is going to go. We have eight episodes, and it's just the first one. But here, for this show to succeed, to be good. One, I think it should keep a little bit of an air of mystery. I think it shouldn't be too crazy. I mean, it should be crazy and and spacey. But I don't think it should be comical or kid-friendly. I think it's good where it's at, where it's that kind of PG-13 level violence and that kind of I think people are going to feel incredibly passionate one way or another about this. I think mostly I think that it's so well done that the the feedback I would expect to be mostly if not all positive. Um but this is a franchise that people have like grown up with. You can't just mess around and do another um you could say it Say it. Say it. <laughs> you know you want to say it. But you can't just, you know, screw around with it and make it its own thing. So, I... Like, what would you say to make this still succeed and be a great show? I think it's on the, it's on the right track. But what, what, how, what do they need to do to stay on the right track? Uh, I have a couple of criteria, like I was saying before. I think, one, the world building. Keep the world building going. Don't show us the same world over and over again. Have us going to different worlds. Yeah. But keeping the story flowing. The mystery, I don't think, should be solved until the end of the se- season. I don't think it should be done next episode. The overall mystery with the mysterious client. I don't think that should be solved at all. You don't think you kind of figured out some stuff by the end of this episode? Oh, you have no idea what's going on. You don't know what the what the, what the the asset is. Why the client wants it? What is the client going to do? You do the... know what the what the asset is. No, you don't know who the asset is. And more importantly, why? And also, another question: Why were there two different two different bounties? No, you you don't know that, but you know who they're tracking. You 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 don't know much, but I think that they should keep the mystery of that until the end of the series. Just leave us bits and pieces. I think we should never ever see the Mandalorian's adult face. I think we do flashbacks, maybe show it once, you know, as a child maybe, but as an adult, don't show the face at all. I think that if they do have him without the Mandalorian helmet, the bucket, he should be like shadowed, like Judge well, Dredd. Well, they did say that only the family... That's part of the, uh, the family, or if they're high-ranking, they'll show their face. And I think that should be part of it, is you shouldn't see that. Okay, 
Um, the other thing is, I think that... I think, the other thing I, I think is, I don't think they should have any cameos. Except for name drops of certain characters. I think they could stay away from the main characters. This is what I meant when I said that people feel really strongly one way or another about this. So so, so like So then what are your what are So your... I think that they should have cameos. I think that would be super cool. I think that would lend to credibility of the story and the But who would you have cameo? This is five years after and everyone is well, one of the, the main original actors has passed away. And the other ones are I mean, you can have them, like you said, you can have them in in a flashback. You can do different things like that. But I think that it wouldn't be part of the universe if you didn't have some of them in there. I think they should be mentioned, not shown. That's what I think. That's my opinion. I think they should be mentioned, not shown. But okay, so you think that there should be cameos. But what else do you think to make this show great? What to make it, keep it on the right track? What do you think? I think that, that you need to... Keep it honest and let it be five years after the the bad guys lost. How so? Like, there should be, like, hurt feelings from people and, like, sideways glances. And there should be somebody that's like, no, I won't do that. Even I won't stoop that low. Okay, that... that you know I, what I mean? Like, like, you already see that reservation already. And you have a point. I didn't think about that. And that is a good point. Like, the minute they found that Imperials are involved or whatnot, then there should be that whole I think stigma. somebody who's, like, really... Like, I, I think that somebody who was really impacted by all of that war and stuff like that would come back and be like, Nope, not you. My opinion. No, that's a good opinion. That's very good. Also, there's a, a fun little thing we'll talk about. I'm going to talk about more with... I'm trying not to say too much because I don't like spoil spoilers. Because there's a big thing that I, I do want to go on a little rant about. But someone brought a good point. So what is the third thing? Third thing to keep this the train moving on the right track. Keep the train moving on the right track. So you said honesty, cameos. Like honesty, I think cameos can't hurt. I think um, I think that they need to have more real monsters like the thing that came out of the ice and you, you think this should be more like monster centric instead of person like no like person centric but but like what do they i like all of the what do they eat what do they wear where do you get that from so you mean the world building you yeah. want more of the okay i could see that now i agree with i agree with that um the one thing is now uh, one question you could have is, do you want them to go to the same worlds they've been going to, or new worlds completely? I think they should go to a new worlds. But... I think that there's enough time, there's enough time that has passed where they can go to new worlds or visit old ones in a different way. The old... like so that you could go. Oh. I think the only worlds I would want to see in this show that we've gone to is one. I think that Coruscant would not be a good idea right now because that's probably a probably in the middle of a huge issue because that's the core world and with uh, with a governmental upheaval it's going to be crazy. What kind of what kind of creature 
In the court world? Whatever is, um, um, Jar Jar Binks. Uh, Gungan, that's only on, uh, Naboo, and Naboo should not be, uh, yeah. Naboo is one of those, you wanted to go back to Naboo? Did they blow up Naboo? No, Naboo is just kind of, there's nothing really there. It's just the capital city and a couple things, and then Gungan territory. Nothing really dramatic. I don't know. I feel like there's opportunity to revisit some worlds. The one world, well, I think that maybe, um, I think Kashyyyk will be fun. Get some Wookiees involved. Which planet is Yoda from? We don't know. Hmm. Interesting. We don't know where Yoda is from. We don't know. Uh, that would be interesting if we did do that. I don't think we would because we have no idea how, because only two of them, but anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh. The one world I do want to see is I want to see Mon Calmari because Mon Calmari is kind of cool. They have some of the cooler ship designs and also seeing more Admiral Akbar's Mon Calmarians walking around is kind of fun. And, the, and they name drop them in the first episode because that's what he gets paid in. It's like, here, I have Calmarian, but I only have half of your bounty. That's, a, that's rough, though. Half of for five? For five. Yeah, like he delivered, and you're only gonna pay him. Like, what? What world? Like, that's the one thing that I had a hard time with. I was like, what world is that okay? Well, like you said, it, the the stigma of of the imperial currency. Be like, yeah, I'm not. I don't want to be, be anywhere near that. I'd rather deal with less. I don't know. I I want to see that world, and maybe Corellia, and seeing the underworld. More so, maybe Black Sun, maybe Golden Sun. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Okay, that's fair. Um, but yeah, uh, we could go further into this, but we'll probably do more deep dive into episode two in episode two. So uh, with that in mind, uh, if you guys like this, let us know. I think we'll keep doing this for a bit. I think we need to hear everyone's opinion about this. I Like I said, I think people are going to be opinionated, passionate. I think that we're going to get comments on this. Yes, we are. And let us know what other shows you want us to put on this uh, on the this um, Spirekin, we'll say, TV show. We, there's got to be some other shows that are not anime that you want us to talk about. Let us know if you want us to review the original Cinderella. Like We have did that already. I know. But we already did that. We already did Cinderella. So that one's done already. Cinderella. We did Cinderella already. <laughs> um, but yeah. Let us know what other uh, TV shows, like you want us to do Halloween Town, or if you want us to do um, other whatever, stuff. Whatever so, it is. Whatever it is. Let us know. Just let you know, though, no Big Mouth. We're not doing Big Mouth. We're not going to touch that with a 50-foot pole or go 40 parsecs near it. And yes, I use the distance, not the speed. Har har. Anyway, we're gone, so we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks.